California Governor Gavin Newsom attends a dinner at the nicest restaurant in America against his own lockdown guidelines, and I applaud him for it. Welcome to Church Public. Let's get started. All right, welcome to Church Public, where we look at the intersection of faith and culture. Check us out at churchpublic.com, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, at Church Public. Well, uh, we talked about Gavin Newsom. He did attend a dinner uh, where he was at apparently the nicest restaurant in America, and it was against his own lockdown guidelines. I said I applaud him for it. I do, and I will explain why in a few minutes. But before we get to that, I want to talk about something else. Um, C.S. Lewis, writer, apologist, novelist, the Narnia series and Chronicles, um, and theologian, great thinker about God and his providence, wrote... Uh, you never know how much you really believe anything until its truth or falsehood becomes a matter of life and death to you. I believe this is ultimately true. You are tested when it is the most difficult times. And when you are at this point of difficulty, then you know whether you really believe in what you say you believe. And we've seen that in people, in churches, uh, in all kinds of different politicians and, and things across America in these past few months. This has been a dramatic season. As part of my real job, I help lead the vision for a local church. At the end of 2019, we were really excited about 2020. We had 2020 vision. Yes, that's a ridiculous pun, but it was amazing because we had the picture of the glasses and 2020 vision, and we were really excited about what 2020 was going to hold. We had a course our church was going to take for this year. There was going to raise the church to a new level. If you had told me in December that this year we would not celebrate Easter, if you had told me in December this year we would be closed, not just for weeks, but for months as a church and not allowed to meet indoors, if you had told me in December that this year we would not be able to celebrate Thanksgiving with our families, and though it has not happened yet, I'm no fortune teller, but I predict that Christmas will also, in addition to Thanksgiving and Easter, be canceled. If you had told me all of these things, At the end of 2019, I would have laughed in your face and probably walked away. Yet, here we are. All of this has happened and so much more, as you know. And at least here in California, things like strip clubs are still open indoors. Casinos are still open. Costco, Target, Walmart will never close. And they're apparently getting ready for Black Friday sales and celebrations all indoors. But we still cannot do a church service. And all of this for a virus that has, according to the CDC, a 99.9% survival rate if you even do catch it. And no, let me be clear. I'm not pretending the virus does not exist. I'm not pretending it is not serious. But for the majority of people, especially under 50, under 60, um, it is not that serious. It has not proven to be, according to the numbers filed by the CDC and other organizations. And yet these lockdowns, the responses, the mandates do not fit the severity of this crisis. And it doesn't fit the ideology of our freedom in Christ or the ideology of America. We've talked about it other times as well. And if you're worried about this, 
I will not force you to go out. I will not force you to be in an uncomfortable situation. I don't want you to do that. If you are vulnerable, if you are immunocompromised, if you believe that this virus is very dangerous to you personally, by all means, and please take precautions and please be careful. That is what you absolutely should do. But for those, especially children, that are clearly less compromised by this virus, um, and and really most adults, um, it's a different story. In California, Michigan, Washington, New Jersey, Maryland, Chicago, on and on across the country now, Thanksgiving has been canceled. That's the latest thing that's coming up. And They're telling us what we can and can't do in our own homes. Do you need to, with your family, wear a mask all the time in your home? I'm not making that up. A lot of uh, politicians have suggested, mandated, ruled that you need to do that. They're telling you what to do in your house. But I want to give a take, as I mentioned, on Governor Newsom that I haven't really heard much of. Earlier this month, as I mentioned, he was caught at perhaps the best restaurant in America, French Laundry. I can be honest in saying I probably will never go there. I can't afford it. That's fine, though. At first, he said he was eating outside, but then photos of him showed up, surprisingly, uh, of him eating inside. And then not just with his family or with his spouse, but with other people. Some reports say as many as 22 people, including prominent medical leaders in the field, professionals uh, and, and medical organization heads. And on his face, that would be really frustrating because of the hypocrisy of a state leader saying, I can't have Thanksgiving. You have to stay at home. You have to wear a mask all the time. Uh, Gavin Newsom said, even in between bites of food. Yes, he actually said that. And then the same leader going out for dinner with a large group of friends with no masks to the best restaurant in the country and having a great party. That sounds like the very definition of elitism, like Marie Antoinette rules for thee, but not for me, right? And... I can do whatever I want because I'm in control and I have all the power. And I would be really frustrated about that. And initially, I was very frustrated by that because the hypocrisy of it is ridiculous. And some have said if they don't have double standards, they wouldn't have any standards at all. And he's doing one thing and and telling us to do another. But the more I thought about it, I actually want to commend the governor Uh, Governor Newsom of California, he did the right thing. He actually did a thing we all should be doing. He lived his life. He went out and did what he probably once did. Uh, Obviously, he is in a different financial class than I'm in, so he gets to go to French Laundry, but what do I care? I mean, I get to have good meals from time to time too. My wife is an unbelievably good cook. Um, So, I don't care if he goes to French Laundry. I don't care if he goes to a birthday celebration with his friends. He should do that. He should be free to do that. Great. I celebrate that. That's fantastic. Um, and as you know, to, to throw some Bible on it, as Solomon said in Ecclesiastes, as Paul repeated in 1 Corinthians 15, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow will die. And not to live as a heathen only for the pleasures of today, but also not to fret so much about tomorrow that you don't live at all today. There's some middle road in there of cherishing the life you have today and living it to the full while using common sense and moderation to live a life that is honorable. This is wholly possible, totally possible. And most of us have been living this life for years or even decades. Currently, we live instead in fear of a virus, again, with a 99.9% survival rate, according to the CDC. And we accepted graciously at first, now maybe with some skepticism, that we accepted these proclamations from governors who, time and time again, across America, don't even live up to their own rules. 
But again, I applaud the governor of California for breaking his own rules and the medical professionals who were in charge of some of these organizations that are telling us to lock down. They all obviously didn't believe enough to lock themselves down in the way that they're telling everybody else to. But, and granted, he didn't believe he'd be caught in this hypocrisy. But for once, he did the right thing. He chose to live life. He chose not to cower in fear. And and he and those medical professionals and his family and his friends, they know they were in an environment that was low risk. He evaluated. He assumed that risk, just as we all do when we go driving or swimming in ocean waves or walking on a trail with rattlesnakes or walking on a trail with mountain lions or coyotes. And yes, I've done all of those things. And that may sound crazy or ridiculous, but you evaluate those risks. And guess what? I'm still here. I'm still alive. Some of you may have done some of those same things. Some of you may have done crazier or maybe riskier things in your life. And if you're listening, you're still alive and you're still part of this world. And we do evaluate these things. I've been in several car accidents in my life. And fortunately, by the grace of God, I've survived them. Does that make me not want to drive? Uh, I'm fine. I drive every day. And any day at any moment I might get in a car crash but that's kind of part of life and I would rather drive to work than walk because I like to get there faster and I don't live 10 feet from where I have to go to work and and we all do this especially here in California the roads are clogged with tons and tons of people who drive and there are tons and tons of accidents every day and fortunately again thank god the majority of them are not fatal but some of them are because we never know uh when our time is going to be just like solomon said just like paul said you got to do what you need to do today because tomorrow is not guaranteed to you and and unfortunately this is what's been lost like common sense it used to be common and i'm not saying this virus is not real hear me clearly i'm not saying people don't die from it hear me clearly but that is just it people die i will eventually die i could die tomorrow i could die 40 years from now i have no idea when i'm going to die you don't know when you're going to die but how will you live today and again covid is bad but it's not the bubonic plague uh, according to the cdc again 40 percent of people who get it don't even know they have it that's different than plagues we've had over the centuries where, again, if you get it instead, of, like here, here's what happens. If you get COVID and, and I, I have a lot of friends who've had it, I, I know people who have had it. And for many of them, they go or they just call in and say, hey, I have it. And their test comes back positive and their 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 response, what they're told from the doctors is, OK, we'll stay at home and quarantine and drink a lot of fluids or something. You know, if this were the bubonic plague, the phone call would be. I'm sorry you have it. Say goodbye to your loved ones. You'll never see them again. And that's terribly dreadful to think about. I recognize that and I feel the weight of that. Believe me, I do. This is generally a different situation for the majority of people. And yet we have locked down our entire world. Our government is telling us if we can open our business, if we can send our kids to school, if we can go to church, if we can have Thanksgiving, who we can invite to Thanksgiving, again in California, you can only have Thanksgiving outside. You can only invite three households. Uh, you can only last two hours because after two hours, apparently that's a bad time. We've just invoked a curfew after 10 p.m. Apparently that's worse for the virus after 10 p.m. Uh, all in the name of science. Um, and, and, and again, if you are in a compromised place, if you are elderly, if you have a compromised immune system, you need to be more careful not only with this virus, with 
other viruses, the common cold, the flu, other things. You need to be more careful if you're immunocompromised. Like, that's just true. And you should know that. And you should take steps and use your common sense to make good choices. But for the rest of us to be locked down and to be told that we can't go outside, we can't go to church, we can't go to school, um, especially for for children that, that uh, again, the science has shown us actually that children are very unlikely to get the disease. If they do, it's very mild. They're very unlikely to spread the disease. There are, there are studies you can look up that show these things. Um, and I, I, again, I applaud Newsom for showing he could use common sense to evaluate the risks, to mitigate the danger. And likely he had a really good dinner. Good for him. And common sense, it's not only good, it's actually necessary for self-government like we have or at least used to have in America. Thomas Paine, right before the founding, wrote a whole book, a whole pamphlet called The Common Sense um, to help us understand that self-government is important and we need that common sense to do it. We need to return to this common sense. We need to return to personal responsibility, not this tyranny of government telling us if we can open our business or send our kids to school or go to church or have Thanksgiving or who we can invite into our homes or that we have to wear a mask inside our house or what we can wear. That's tyranny of government. That's not self-government. Um, if, if you're a healthy child, if you're a healthy adult, you need to evaluate your situa- situation and make decisions accordingly. We've been told to follow science, but it seems like science is more like religion. They're, they're more intertwined than just being science. Uh, again, it's said for months that children are not at risk, but elderly are. So many of the governors and mayors closed schools and sent sick people to nursing homes with terrible results. Science has shown that outdoor infections are extremely rare. So in most cities and states, we've been forced to stay indoors at home. At one point in California, even the beaches, the parks, the campgrounds were closed. Science tells us that obesity contributes to the severity of the illness, so gyms were all closed, but liquor stores were left open, and the increase in food delivery has skyrocketed exponentially. In San Diego, for instance, churches and restaurants cannot be indoors, but you can still visit strip clubs. If you want to film a TV show or a movie in California, that is still okay. Indoors and presumably without masks, likely with kissing scenes. Apparently that's okay, but you still can't go to church. Um, recently, several California state lawmakers um, from, from the California state legislature flew to Maui for a four-day conference, even though Govern- Governor Newsom issued a travel advisory urging people to avoid travel. But why not? I would love to go to Hawaii. I don't blame them. Instead, let's celebrate them for making the right choices. Open the state, open the country, open the businesses, open the churches, and protect the vulnerable. And let the less vulnerable live their lives with common sense. Because otherwise, when does it end? Does it end with a vaccine? That's what we're told. But now, I just read a study, you you have to take two shots for effectivity. Of the vaccine, and according to Dr. Sanda Freihofer of the American Medical Association, this just came out that they're worried people won't come back for the second shot because the flu-like symptoms of the first shot are so severe it may make people wary of coming back for the second shot. But without the second shot, the vaccine is not effective at all. And Dr. Fauci himself has said, even if you do go through the whole vaccine, it's only fifty to seventy percent effective. And 
Uh, just this last week, the head of the WHO said the vaccine is only complementary to the other measures we have already adopted, i.e. masks and lockdowns. So apparently lockdowns, masks, etc., they're all part of this new life. We started with this quote from C.S. Lewis about how much you really believe and how to know if you really believe something and really you get to this situation where you're forced to make a choice and a lot of us are in that place like, do you really believe the church is essential do you really believe your faith is necessary do you believe you are free not because of what the government tells you but because of who you are in christ are you free regardless of what the government says and again please hear me i'm not saying be irresponsible i am not even saying like go against uh, what the government is saying just because. I'm just saying you have to make choices that are the right choices. And and hopefully those line up with the culture and hopefully they line up with, with what this world is telling you. But sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it, it, you have to make choices that are controversial choices because they're the right thing. And um, And this is a hard time. But you have to know your answer and you have to know for sure as we head into this season of continued and perhaps even increasing lockdown, increased government enforcement, what are you going to do? How, how are you going to live your life? And, and what are your choices going to make? You always, always, always have to think about your neighbor. You have to think about honoring your neighbor. And I, I, I believe that is true. That is the, the, the second commandment that, that Jesus gives us. The first is to love God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength. And the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. Um, but you have to evaluate what that love is. is. Is love going along with something that is harming um, the people around you? Because these lockdowns do have a cost. And many have been chastised for saying like the, the cost can't be worse than the cure, but in a lot of sense it is. There have been businesses across California, across America that have been closed and lost all their revenue and will never reopen. Schools, teachers, childcare workers who are mandatory reporters for child abuse have not been with the children. And so all of these cases of child abuse have not been reported. Other types of domestic abuse have not been reported. Um, other illnesses that you would generally go to the doctor or the emergency room for, people have not going. The, the, the numbers are showing that people are not going to the hospital for cancer screenings and for other screenings that they generally would go for because they've been so scared of going to the hospital that they're not identifying these other things that are, that are hurting them. Um, and suicide is at an all-time high. And, and it, our culture, our society is hurting because of this. This is not a neutral, a net neutral example of, of culture and what's happening. Uh, yes, we want to keep people healthy. We want to do the best job we can. We need to identify who the vulnerable are in our community and help them and guard them. And for the rest, we need to help them get back to a life that is livable and a life that is free. We live in this country that is supposedly founded on the freedoms that you have and the freedom you're able to exercise. And we've gotten away from that. So I pray for you. I hope for you that you're able to stand up and, and, and begin to push against this culture, both spiritually and, um, and in terms of, of what is right and, and, and helping to do what is right. Again, I, I'm not saying um, push back and, and, and do anything 
that is illegal or immoral. I'm just saying we have to stand up for what is right and we have to help people understand through some of these conversations that these choices that are being made are, are not neutral choices. So again, I, I applaud those who um, are making good choices and living their lives. And I, and I hope that more people continue to live their lives. And I hope that as a society, as a people, we can push back up against some of these politicians that are making um, really unfortunate and, and really uh, un humane choices for us to shut things down that we really shouldn't we really should live our lives and and be in a different place so i hope that this message finds you well i hope you continue to follow god with everything that you have and i hope that you keep the faith god bless Thanks again for joining us at Church Public. Check us out at churchpublic.com, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, as long as they'll have us. And as always, keep the faith.